The sermon from St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, a member of the Wells, preached on May 8, 2011, based on the text, 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 17 through 21. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is risen, he is risen indeed, alleluia. The word of God from which the Holy Spirit strengthens or confirms our faith in our risen Savior is the second lesson you heard, uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 17 through 21. You heard it read earlier, please be seated at this time. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, wash clean in the blood of our risen Savior, and especially you, Abby and Caleb, our 2011 Compromands. I know that my Redeemer lives. How often haven't you sung those words? It's a regular at Easter time. You often hear it at funerals as well. Jesus is your Redeemer. But what does that make you and me? Jesus is our Redeemer. You, dear friends, you are his redeemed, his purchased people, his ransomed children. The words the Holy Spirit gave the Apostle Peter recorded here for us hold that truth in front of our eyes, don't they? That you are his redeemed. Martin Luther must have had these words of Scripture in mind as he wrote, the explanation to the second article of the Apostles' Creed in the small catechism. Do you remember that from last week? You had to recite it then? I'm not going to ask you to do it again off the top of your head here, but think about those words and how they relate to what's written here when Martin Luther wrote, Jesus Christ, my Lord, has redeemed me, a lost and condemned creature, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death. How that echoes these words of the Holy Spirit. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. You are his redeemed, his blood-bought people. He has ransomed you with the blood of his Son, our Lord and Savior, our God, Jesus Christ, the lamb sacrificed in your place. You are his redeemed. And that changes us, doesn't it, dear friends, dear confirmants? It changes us. When you know this truth with your heart and mind, it changes your will, your desire, your wants. And so it changes the way we live. It changes our behavior, our, uh, the way we conduct ourselves in life, the way we lead our lives. It changes us. For you are His redeemed. So live, dear friends, live as his redeemed. That's the theme we want to keep in mind here this morning. Live as his redeemed. In holy fear, that's part one. 
and in hopeful faith, part two. Live as his redeemed in holy fear. As we think about what kind of fear that is, go back to the open prairie of bygone days. Picture a young family in a little house scraping a living out of the dirt of the ground. The father comes in from a long day of plowing and he says to his young son, I heard you sassing your ma. Yes, pa, the boy says as he stares at the dirt floor. Are you supposed to do that? No, pa, the boy answers. I'll need to punish you. I know, pa, the boy says. Now imagine what kind of fear fills that young boy. It's not the fear that wants to run away and hide. No, he'll even go get the switch if that's what his pa tells him to do. And it's not a hate-filled fear that resents his father's discipline. He loves his pa. And he knows that his father loves him. And it's not the terrified fear that cringes like a slave under the taskmaster's whip. Try to imagine that little boy's fear, that kind of fear he has towards his dear father. And listen again. As you imagine that, as you picture that, listen again to the apostle's words here. Since you call on a father who judges each man's work impartially, live your lives as strangers here in reverent fear. Yes, this is not the slavish fear or the resent-filled fear. And it's more than simply that awe that can get up on a spring morning and say, oh, what an awesome God we have. It's more than that. It's the fear that knows that your Father is the holy judge. The Apostle laid the groundwork for that in the verses right before the text here. He reminds us that we are children of the Holy One, as he writes, As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Your Father is the Holy Judge. He judges impartially. He does not play favorites. And so we dare not imagine that we can do as our flesh pleases because we claim to be a Christian and call God our Father, so he'll pretend he doesn't really see those things, bad, bad things that we do. No, that's the devil's lie. And yet how many, after confirmation, think along these lines and follow that path? I'm done now. I know enough. I don't have to open the Bible again, much less my catechism. I know it. I can do my own thing now. And yeah, I'll, I'll go to church. I'm supposed to do that. I'll, so I'll go when I feel like it. But now I'm my own boss. Now I'm free. That's not holy fear. That's not that little boy on the prairie carefully listening to his father as hard as that might be. That's not the attitude of the new self, the Holy Spirit created in you when you were baptized many years ago. 
That's the attitude of the of your inborn sinful self. In which attitude do you think the redeemed of God follow? Which will you follow? Listen again to the apostles' urging and admonition. Since you call on a father who judges each man's work impartially, live your lives as strangers here in reverent fear. Live in reverent fear. Live in holy fear as his redeemed, knowing that you're strangers here. Think of what that means. You have been redeemed for something better than this world. For this world is not our real home. You have been redeemed by the Father. And so don't chase after the things of this world that promise happiness or success. Don't live as if this world were your real home. Rather, pursue godliness, righteousness, and holiness. For you are his redeemed. Children of the Heavenly Father, the righteous God, the Holy One. Live in holy fear as his redeemed. For you know his great love. And that's really what makes this fear, this holy fear, so different than any other kind of fear we can imagine. For example, the the slave-like fear destroys love. But this fear, this holy fear, flows from love. First of all, the Father's love. And how great the love of the Father is. He redeemed you, not with the perishable things of this world, but look at what price He set on you. Look at the value He placed on you. He redeemed you with something much greater than even silver and gold at $1,500 an ounce. He redeemed you with what is out of this world. The blood of His own Son, Jesus Christ. The Lamb sacrificed in your place. How great the love the Father has lavished on you and me. And this love that he has shown to us, redeeming us with the blood of his Son, not only leads us to love him in return, but leads us to fear him with that holy fear that we have been talking about here this morning. Why don't we run away in terror since our works are sinful since the time we were conceived? Why don't we flee in terror from him? Because you are his redeemed. And you know the blood of the Lamb that has washed you clean. You know the sacrifice of the Lamb that turns, that, 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 that satisfies justice. For he was punished in your place. You know the record of that lamb. The spotless lamb whose record is without blemish or defect. The record that's credited to you, that counts as your record in God's courtroom. And so we stand before our Heavenly Father in holy fear and in deep love. For you are his redeemed. Live as his redeemed in holy fear. And that redemption, that redemption is also the foundation for our faith and hope. Live 
in hopeful faith as his redeemed. That's the, the second part we want to consider here this morning. And as you think about that second part, listen again to the Apostles' words. Through Christ you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God. Live in hopeful faith. Now, when you're young, 13 and 14, with your whole life in front of you, even when you get a little bit older or high school graduates, 17 and 18, life seems so full of hope, doesn't it? There are so many things out there to hope for, so much to see, so much to do, so many dreams and aspirations. You might well wonder why, why talk about hope here. But all those earthly hopes, where do they end up? No matter what you achieve in this life, no matter how much fun you wring out of each day, no matter how successful you are, where does it all end up? We eat, we work, we sleep, and we die. No matter how rich or famous anyone might become, that's what awaits each of us, the grave. Ever since Adam and Eve sinned, sum up life that way. We eat, we work, we sleep, we die. And Peter reminds us of that as he talks about the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers. So what's the purpose of it all? What's the meaning? What's the point? Life just ends with death. But remember, you are his redeemed. He redeemed you, Peter says here. He redeemed you from that empty, pointless way of life. For even though death brings everything under this sun to an end, that's not the end for you who believe in the blood of the Lamb. Remember how we talked about being strangers here a little earlier? Well, remember again what lies ahead for you who believe in Christ. The throne of the Lamb your Father's home, paradise, heaven itself. And what greater hope can we think of than our heavenly home? And how that gives meaning and purpose and fullness for our life right here and now. For you are His redeemed. And as we live as His redeemed, then we know that no matter how hard this day might be, we're marching forward towards our Father's home, where our Redeemer lives. And even though some of the days we might not feel like we're marching, but more like we're crawling in the dust and dirt of this world, yet we keep our eyes ahead. And no matter how dark our pilgrimage there from our Father's house shines the warm light from the windows, the warm light of His love that has redeemed you with the blood of His Son. And that not only gives us hope each day, but also purpose and meaning. Why are you here? Well, to glorify your Heavenly Father who has redeemed you, to glorify Him so that others praise Him through the Son and join you in this hope and join you on this journey toward your Father's house, our Heavenly home. How amazing the love of the Father that has prepared such things for us. And we might well wonder, how can we be sure of this? The, the, the heaven is still so far away, it seems. How can we be sure? How can we know this? So many human hopes disappoint 
and prove false. But this hope, this hope flows from faith. And your faith is built on the solid foundation of your risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you remember the theme of the sermon back on Easter Sunday, at least the last part of the theme? It's just as Jesus said. He rose from the dead just as he said. He kept his word. And his resurrection is the exclamation point behind all of God's promises, even the ones he hasn't fulfilled yet, even the heavenly one, so that you can be sure of it with that hope that is certain. For Jesus has risen, and you too will rise. His resurrection promises that, that death is not the end for you, but that heaven is your home through faith in Jesus. As Paul, or as Peter writes here, Through Christ you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And what's more, this was God's plan from before he created the world. Just think of that. He did this because of you, to save you. He planned out your salvation from before he created the world. He planned and chose his son as the sacrifice the Lamb, to die. And how did you come to know this? This counsel of God from all eternity? He also chose to make it known, to reveal it to you through His Word. He made it known because of you, for your sake, so that you have this hope and faith. As the scriptures say here, Christ was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. So live as his redeemed. Live in that hopeful faith. Jesus is our Redeemer. We proclaim that every Easter and throughout the year, Jesus is our Redeemer, but remember what that means. You are his redeemed. Live as his redeemed in holy fear that honors your heavenly Father as you live as strangers on this earth pursuing righteousness, holiness, and godliness. And live as his redeemed in hopeful faith. For you know the great love of the Father that gave the Lamb for you and raised him from the dead. A faith and hope that gives you meaning and purpose in life as we Go on our earthly pilgrimage to our heavenly home. Live as his redeemed. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.